Greetings to all of you who are part of the Home Run Club. Let me just say, I love it when you guys come up to me and pass me here or there and just say how much the Home Run Club means to you, that it ministers to you. That's why we do it. Uh, We aren't just doing this to pass time. I want to put something in your hands that encourages you and lets you know that we are making a mark for the Lord Jesus Christ, and you are a part of that mark. Just being a Home Run Club member means you're a loyal and faithful supporter of what we do, and so I want you to know thank you again for all you do. As we come to this year end, we are grateful for you, grateful for what God has allowed us to do, and we're so grateful you are a part of that. I want to finish the year with a message I'm calling Good News, Good News, in the middle of a world where I feel like constantly we are bombarded with bad news, I wanted to finish your year with some good news. So I trust as you listen to this message that I shared at Christmas time that it will be an encouragement to you and to your family. I hope you enjoy it. It calls us back to the foundation of having a life based on Christ. I'm going to say something, and I want you to say it back just as enthusiastically, okay? Merry Christmas! It is a great time of year. I'm thanking the Lord because I, since I saw you last, I had COVID. And I was very, very sick, very thankful. I'm about 90%, 95% back to my normal self. And so for those of you who have dealt with it, for those of you online who are maybe not even here today because of it, and uh, those of you who have had family members with it, may the Lord bless you and protect you and help you heal and continue to watch over you. Uh, my, my wife had it, and she didn't have any symptoms hardly at all. So we all get different ways and different stages. But uh, some of you also have lost someone during this time. And I will tell you, being as sick as I was, uh, I have an appreciation for those. I, I'm thankful that I got better, but some aren't. And so my prayers, in fact, you know, this morning, uh, I just want to take a moment, having been through it myself, I just want to take a moment to start this service, I'm going to go a different way after this prayer, but I want to pray specifically for those who have COVID um, and just for family members who are very sick. And so would you join me in a prayer? God, I just pause. Uh, this is a real thing. I experienced it personally, so I know what people are facing. I know that many went past me in terms of what they dealt with. And so I pray today for a mighty anointing and healing upon our land upon our world, and specifically upon people this morning who are dear and near to us. And so we pray that you would continue to protect us and watch over us here as we worship today. Thank you that we're able to come together and worship, but we pray your grace and mercy would be over us all, and we ask this in Jesus' name. We all said, amen, amen. Uh, This is my favorite time of year. I love Thanksgiving to Christmas. Always been my favorite time, partly because, and you guys have heard enough of my stories to know with my dad, um, he just wasn't a very good dad, wasn't a very in-touch dad. But during this season, he killed it, man. He would would be jovial. He didn't mind putting the bike together that he bought me for Christmas. He, He was just a different person. So I love this time of year because my dad acted different. And then secondly... We did something at my little church, so I want you to get this church in your mind. I'm from South Carolina, six miles South Carolina, and my home church was called Mount Olivet, and next week you guys are having the Christmas program here, okay? So when you hear Christmas play, Christmas program, y'all got this in your mind. Well, let me just tell you, in six mile, on a big Sunday, we had 30 people. So when we did the Christmas play, there would be more people involved in the play than came and sat in the audience, okay? 
And so this was a fun time of year for us, me and my buddy Robert, Kevin. We, we loved this Christmas play. We would, we would fight for the big parts in the play. Uh, Letha Kay directed the play. She ruled with an iron fist. And, and so I remember we had to try out for the parts. There were two parts in particular that we would fight for. One was, so we had uh, kind of rigged up this fishing line that went all the way across the front of the church, which would have been about, uh, let's just say the front of the church would have been from this to the wall. Okay, it wasn't huge. But we loved that part because we got to bring the star from the east. So back in the back corner, we had a fishing rod, <laughs> a rod and reel, and the star was hooked to it, man. The part was, and you had to try out for it. You had to practice. How slow could you pull it across? Robert, he always herky-jerky, so he never got it. The star would move like that, you know. So yeah, you had to be steady and slow with that star. We'd fight for that part. That was the coolest. Um, but then the other part was being the shepherds. When you tried out for the shepherds, Letha did not mess around. You needed to look terrified, remember? Remember Luke chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible says, and there were shepherds living out in the field. I want to pause there for a second. We describe 2020 as a rough year. People, I mean, you watch the news, oh, I can't wait, it's so terrible. I want y'all to be a shepherd for a minute. The Bible says they lived out in the field watching over their flock at night. How many of you enjoy just going uh, pitch black, dark, awful night, everything sounds terrible, and you go, I'm just going to stand out in the woods a while. We don't do that. Sometimes I go hunting up here in Hesperia area, and I'll tell you, we go out at 4.30 in the morning to get out in the blinds, right? When I get, they let me out of a truck, and they'll say, hey, your blind's about, you know, half mile that way. That half mile walking in the pitch black, I got a flashlight. I got a flash. Those shepherds had nothing. I got a flashlight and I'm still, Lord, please get me to that blind. Lord, I don't know where I am out here. Lord, let no wolves get. I mean, it's just scary. They lived out there. They slept out there. They ate out there. They social distanced for a living. They never saw anybody. So when you think your life's really hard, you could have been born a shepherd. So just think about that. And remember the verse, and here's where Letha got this into our mind. If you're going to be a shepherd, when the angel shows up, y'all seriously, you're out in the middle of the night, nothing around, and an angel shows up right above you. Of course you're, the word in the Greek, terrified. Not scared, terrified. And so she would say, all right, Dan, try out. What would you look like if you were terrified? And I would go something like, oh. she'd be like, come on, man. Look scared. Oh, no. Lay, you got to lay way back. Lay way back. She's like, that's it. And if I had to describe what I think 2020 looks like, especially to news anchors, <laughs> it's not this. It's been a bad year. No, no, no. Oh. <gasps> It's kind of like 1933, 1929, 2020. Oh, this look. This look. This is the, this is the world view right now. It is. It's our world's view. 
If you don't believe me, I, I did it during the course of the week. Just at any time, pick, pick 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Pick whatever time you want. Just click on your phone to the headline news. It, it's something fearful. Even if there is good news, hey, there is a vaccine, but some problems with it. So even if you can go lean forward a little bit, get back. No, it's not good. So true. In fact, just so you know, every year, you know that Webster's Dictionary and all those kind of people, they come up with a new word for the year. That's just a common thing. What is the new word? The new word this year that they've come up with is called, it's coming up on the screen. I'm going to read it to you. It's called downscrolling. That's the new word. Look at what it means. The practice of continuing to read news feeds online or social media, despite the fact that the news is predominantly negative and often upsetting. We feed into ourselves this, <laughs> and, and, and we go, oh, let me read more, let me see more. It's exactly our world. And I want to take you today to some shepherds in the field, scared to death, and I'm going to read to you what the angels said to them. In the middle of absolute chaos and fear in the shepherd's heart, the Bible says, but the angel said to them, watch this, do not be afraid, fear not. I bring you Good news of great joy for all people. Today is born a Savior. Let me tell y'all the message that we need in 2020 to hear. Good news. Great joy. All people. <laughs> Not 50%. All people. Today is born for you, a Savior. We're going to go through them one by one. Number one, have you ever in your life had a time where you needed to hear good news more than right now? I can't remember it. Like I say, this down-scrolling society, this fearful society, I, I walk out, it's all I hear. And I don't know, God, God made me for seasons like this. It just doesn't get me the same for some reason. It's like when I hear all that stuff, it just makes me go, come on, man, I got a message. Come on, man, I got, I got good news. It was interesting. When I was writing this message, when I was working on this message, uh, my phone was laying there on the desk. And right as I was working on this point, I got a message from a pastor who lives in Ohio. And he just listed all, all, all the tough stuff he's dealing with. And it's real. It's real stuff. And he, he put it on a list. He said, Dan, you know, you've told me he's a little younger than me, mentor him a little bit. He, he just said, Dan, you've told me to, to this and this and this, but listen to all I'm going through. It was so cool. It was so fun for me. I read his whole message, and all I did was I took a picture of what I was doing, and I said to him, hey, today for you, Bo, it's his name, Bo, I said, today, today for you, I have good news. Listen to me right now. And those of you online, 2020 does not define your life. The thing that you're dealing with, hey, I had COVID. It will not define my life. Even if I had passed from it, you guys would not go, well, I'll tell you what Dan was about, COVID. No, you wouldn't. No, you'd say he was about preaching the gospel and helping families. 
So today I want to tell you something. Don't you dare believe that nonsensical stuff that this year defines your life. I have for you good news. Good news. The end is not written. The end for our world is not written. And in just a second, you're going to see why I can say that. Because the Bible says those angels looked at those shepherds and said, <laughs> Now, y'all, just be one of those shepherds for a second. When you got an angel yelling, I bring you good news. You'd be like, well, just a second, let me calm down a little bit. It's hard to take it in right now. I mean, I'm assuming, I know sheep are dumb animal, but they had to be scared too. They don't see bright lights like this hovering over them. Good news, and the second thing that angel said is I bring you great joy. This is an internal statement this morning. You will leave here and you will have to decide, am I going to live my life, no matter my circumstances, with great joy? So we're going to do the sandwich game this morning. This is the pinnacle of this message. This is why I wrote this message. This sums up what this message is about, what you're about to see. Coming up on the screen, I want to give you what I call three steps to great joy. There's going to be three steps. On the screen, one and three, are, you've never had it before. Somebody gives their points and they share one and three and make you wait for two. That's what you're going to do. I'm calling this the sandwich sermon, the bookend sermon. I'm going to ask you if you're in the middle of these two statements. Here's why that angel said there is great joy. Here's why. That angel was not saying to those shepherds, everything from now on in your life is going to be perfect. That's not what that angel said. That angel was not saying to those shepherds, hey, once I share this with you, guess what? It's just going to be peaceful for you in terms of the way you live your life. That's not true. This angel was saying, a child has been born, and because of this child, watch this, because of this child, no matter the circumstance this world puts you in, you can still have peace. That's what the angel was saying. And here's why. Because in John 18, 36, Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. Y'all remember the story of Jesus being born? Y'all remember when he came that they all thought he had come to fix the political system. They thought he was going to change the system. There are some this year that at the results of our political system's election, they were disappointed and downtrodden and downscrolling. And I say to you, did you forget his kingdom is not of this world? No matter who wins or loses, Jesus, does, his kingdom doesn't stop down there. His kingdom is here. He said, I didn't come to waste my time on that. I'm not going to make any... He didn't even make comments about it. If he lived in 2020, he would not have posted about it. Because it was beneath him. Jesus said his own words, My kingdom is not of this world. When he was prophesied, Isaiah 9, 7, the statement about him, point number three, his government and its peace will never end. Hey, 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 guys, listen to, listen to me. 
I don't care what happens in the world's governmental systems. Jesus' system is the one that will never end. Roman, the Roman emperors, the power of Rome, gone. Oh, back in Rome's day, if we'd have hung out with Romans, we'd have said, y'all think we'll ever lose our power? No way. We're Romans. We are amazing. How long has it been since you turned on your news and heard a story about Rome? Over. Going bye-bye. There may come a day. People go, America, what, they were powerful once? That may come. That day may come. And you go, well, I wouldn't like that. Well, Rome doesn't like it either. <laughs> Greece, how about them Greeks, huh? Greece was amazingly powerful. How long has it been since you even heard the word? It's over. Whose name has survived them all? Who's the one that bye-bye Greece, bye-bye Rome, and if America goes bye-bye, guess what? Jesus! Amen. Guess whose kingdom never ends? Jesus! Guess who you better make sure you belong to first? Jesus! Guess who you better post about first? Jesus! Because this world's systems pass away. It's just so obvious. Jesus said... My kingdom's not of this world. Once it starts, it will never stop. And right between those two, I have point number two for you. Is your identity and value found sandwiched right here? If your identity and value is not sandwiched between those two thoughts, then let me tell you, you have not met the Prince of Peace. If you're here today, and you're living in a spot of fear, I invite you to get between those two statements. Because that peace cannot be taken away. That angel was saying to those shepherds, no matter what comes, no matter what the Roman, no matter what Herod does, no matter what the Magi, no matter what happens, listen to me, you will be okay if you know this Savior. You're here today and you're 16 years old. You have watched the world the last year and you haven't said it out loud, but somewhere in your mind you've thought to yourself, I wonder if the world will be around when I'm 60. You don't have to worry about it. I remember thoughts I had when I was 18, thoughts I had when I was 20. I remember a time when I thought, hmm, I'll probably never get to a place where I have children. I just had a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of worry, a lot of wonder. Things were weird in the world back then too. Those are things that come to your mind. And this angel said to all of us, when you know the Jesus, when you're in the Jesus sandwich, you don't have to worry about what is coming in our world. There are people, what, watch, we're going to go right into 2021, and if something bad happens, I can tell you what the news cycle is going to say. <gasps> it's continuing. It's never going to end. And I want to say to them, no, no, the only thing that will never end is Jesus' kingdom. You, thankfully, will end. Jesus' kingdom will not. Seriously, I'm sick of bad news. I'm tired of bad news. I, hey, if heaven's all about bad news, count me out. Because that's not what heaven is. 
You're not going to get to heaven and walk around going, Oh, don't look over there. Oh, don't scroll over there. <laughs> I accidentally called the word down scrolling. That's the word. I called it doom scrolling. I think that probably is more accurate. And I just want to say to you today, you can't be in this world right now and it not affect you unless you got the sandwich figured out. If you got the sandwich figured out, you're going to be okay. Because one of these thoughts brings life. The thought I'm sharing with you brings life. The other one brings death. The one, it brings hope. The other one brings fear. One brings gladness. The other brings destruction and, and just a down-scrolling spirit. I just frankly want to tell you this morning, don't go into this Christmas season down-scrolling. Go into it up-scrolling, knowing that the Jesus who came as Savior, He's still here today. He's got you. It's great, great news. If you're here this morning, it's, it's funny, somebody texted me yesterday, Dan, I'm so sick of Christians. I'm so tired of them. They're, 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 and it's because the person they're seeing, they're not really acting like Christ. They say they're a Christian, but their fruit doesn't look like Christ. And this morning, maybe somebody here, your whole life, you, you came as a guest this morning. You, you don't go to church a lot. You, just, you came this morning because it's near the Christmas season. And, and, and your, your thoughts of Christianity are, man, just not, not this thought I'm sharing. I want to tell you, this is the Jesus thought. He is here as your Savior. He is here. He is your hope. He is for you, no matter your circumstance, no matter the direness of your situation today. I tell you, great joy. Jesus is for you. You get to receive him today into your heart and into your life. Like right now, you can say, Jesus, I don't have this peace I don't have this peace that no matter the world's circumstances, I can have inside. Because no matter the external things that we go through, you can't lose this peace inside you when it's from Jesus. And I want you to have that today. My heart is for you to have that today. That's why I call this the centerpiece of this message. Get to know this Jesus. Spend more time with this Jesus. Hang out with him. Hey, listen, while I had COVID, I was down for four weeks. I had plenty of Jesus time. It was good for me. There was one day I was literally crawling from places in my house. I was so weak and so tired and hurting so bad. And I remember going, Jesus, help me. And I remember thinking, he is. He's here. He went through worse than this. He's got me. But I don't like my circumstances. Of course not. You think shepherds liked being shepherds? You don't think the shepherds every now and then had this thought? I mean, they're wandering all night long. You don't think they ever thought, how come I was born into this life? How come he got to be a king and I have to do this? It's humanity. And today, instead of looking at the circumstance you're in, that even if you walked up here and described it to me, it seems a little dire. Can I just invite you to live into it? Jesus, what, what do you want to teach me right here? It's not what I would have picked. But you, you must obviously have something you want me to learn. 
So I embrace that thought today, and I say, Jesus, show me. I'm going deeper with you. I'm not going to run scared. I'm going to go deeper. I accept it. I don't like it, but I invite you to teach me something right here. That's called having great joy that cannot be controlled by circumstance. And I have to tell y'all, I was not there 10 years ago. I could not have preached this message 10 years ago. I couldn't have. But having lived through some stuff that I had no control over, I had, to, I had to decide, am I going to give up or press in? I had to decide. Give up, quit preaching, retire, get the heck out of this business, or go deeper and see what God's had for me. And I got to tell y'all, probably Wednesday or Thursday this week, I got so stinking excited about getting to come up here and preach on this Sunday morning. I did not have that 10 years ago. Y'all, y'all, when I get to preach now, get out the way. I can't wait to get up on, no, no, I'm saying, but see, God, because, because I went deeper and said, what do you want to teach me? I don't like any of this crap you're giving me, Jesus. And at the end of the crap, he kind of goes, do you like it now? Yeah. Yeah, because it got me where you wanted me to go. You, you were trying to show me, okay, and see so many. I have pastor friends who bailed on it. They don't even believe in God anymore. I have one that went through a tough situation. He totally walked away from God, won't even talk to me. And he, he looks empty. He looks angry. He looks helpless. He, he's unhappy. It's a choice. And every one of y'all this morning get to make it. Am I going to go with the sandwich? Am I going to believe? Am I going to believe that he really is not of this world? His kingdom's bigger and it will never end. If you believe that, dive into the middle of it and trust that where he's taken you has a purpose. That doesn't necessarily look enjoyable. But it's good for you. Remember, God doesn't waste stuff. Somebody in here is living in a time right now, like, just like our world, can't wait to get past 2020. And I want to tell you that, that I believe those of us who are true followers of God, we're going to look back and go, 2020 took me deeper. 2020 made me evaluate, do I really believe in this thing called faith, or am I just going to kind of wander along like everybody else? Good news, great joy. Look at point number three. For all people, all, all people, right now, right now, if you go online, most of the post, if you post something, 73 million love it, 73 million hate it. <laughs> it's our world. Put something out there, love, hated. Today I have good news for 100% of y'all. Hundred, Jesus said, see, this is why his kingdom is not down here. He's like, you guys really want to mess around with 50%? I'm up here at 100%. I want to help all y'all. Both sides, both sides. He loves everyone, everyone. He didn't just die for 73 million. Heck no. He died for all. You say, is heck no in the Bible? Heck no, it's not, but it's worth saying. <laughs> he died for all so right now at winning at home we have a family we're helping a few weeks ago in this family with all we're going through and this is a real crisis in our america that's in america it's going to be in our world really it's going to be talked about more and more lots of kids 
are taking their lives. And a 13-year-old young girl that we worked with at Winning at Home took her life. Can't take it anymore. About two weeks later, her dad got COVID. She has four siblings that were still alive with her mom and dad. And the dad got COVID and passed. The mom has COVID right now, and it's looking like she might not make it. First of all, it should put your circumstance in a little better perspective. And secondly, I look at the children, four-year-old little girl up to, I think, 15-year-old young man in that family. And I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know the best way to do it, but winning at home is going to make sure they get the message that Jesus is here for you because he said he's for all people. Your circumstance isn't fair. What you're going through, I can't. I can't come up with a good statement to tell you why, young 15-year-old man, that your family's facing this. I don't have words for that. If I do, uh, I'm probably making them up. Because your life stinks, sucks, and it's not fair. I'll go there with you. But I do have good news for you. Jesus did say that he's for you right now in this spot. And that's the best hope I can bring to you today. And we'll put hands and feet on that and help take care of them. But they need to know Jesus is for them. And today you need to know He is not here for just me. He's not just here for the leadership team of this church. He, he's here for all of us. In fact, I, I would say to you based on the scripture I read, <laughs> He is for those of you who are broken and downtrodden and feel like you are in that spot. He is for you the most because that's what he came for. Good news, great joy for all people. What is it? A Savior was born. His name is Jesus. You say, I've heard that a lot. Yeah, hear it for the first time this morning. He's for you. Maybe while I was sharing all that stuff, you thought to yourself, I'm not in that sandwich. Get in there. How do you do that? You, you invite him into your life. You say, um, Lord, I don't know, know exactly what it means, but I'm going I'm to try this. Because here's what I want you to do. Those of you who, because uh, I know in this room, there would be some, some of you online, you live like this. <gasps> I, I get it. I understand. It, it's not... I'm not telling you, you're wrong. It's the world you're in, right? You can't live in this world without. I mean, I, I walked into a store the other day. Sir, your mask! I'm so, I'm so, yes, yes, I'm so sorry. I, my bad, my bad. I mean, you, and even, even, I've had COVID. I've had COVID. Some of the people I know, know I've had COVID. When I start walking toward them, what, seriously, I did it the other day. I walked towards somebody. They went, well, we'll get back toward me. And I was like, don't do that to me. You make me feel like. I don't belong. You're shaming me. I'm past it. I'm not going to bring it to you. I made sure I, I did what I, I sequestered long enough that I'm not contagious. I'm not going to hurt you anymore, but don't make me, because that's what the world's making you. Get back, get back, get back. And, and Jesus said, come here, come here, come here. He touched lepers. <laughs> he touched blind people. 
There were deaf people who would sit there all their life, and he, he, he physically touched them. What is wrong with him? Well, he's the Savior. He can. Today, you go, but Dan, I got, I got, like, I've been through 16 divorces, and my kids hate me, and they, they won't even speak to me. I, I text them. They won't text. I've texted them Merry Christmas four times. They won't even text back. And, and now, Dan, I, my, my kids aren't even walking with the Lord. Look at the example I've set, blah, blah, blah. Lord, look, look at my life. I'm, I'm in shambles. And Jesus goes, well, let me touch you. You don't mind? Mind is why I'm here. Just see him reaching down, touching you today. He ain't scared of you. He created you. He's for you. He's on your side. You're laying in bed having coffee. He's touching you. Because he's not afraid. Good news. You have a Savior. I ask you to pause a moment. Play out the worst scenario <laughs> that 2020 could end for you. But paint out the work. Go ahead. That thing that worries you, that fear you have, go on and go down that road. Just go ahead. Let your mind go down there. You already have. Practice it before. You might as well. You do it again. You've thought it already. Well, what if that happens? What if it happens? Do you believe if you're in the sandwich? Are you going, hey, what, what if Jesus had said, but what if I get crucified? He didn't. He said, I'm, I'm going to be sacrificed. But how can you be winning and you're dying on a tree? Eh, you'll see later, but my kingdom doesn't end. Guess what? If y'all are tied to Jesus today, your life will not end. Even if it earthly ends, it ain't over. That's pretty cool. That's a stinking good message. Even though I preached it, it's still a good message. And... So this morning, um, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to bow your head, reflect on your life, make sure you're in sandwich position, and give your life completely to Him. It's the place, I promise you, where you will know the greatest of all joys. And I want you just to remember, Jesus is for you. Pause, reflect, pray. Thanks again for joining me for this Home Run Club, for being a part of what we do here at Winning at Home. May the Lord bless you. May he watch over you and your family through this Christmas season, and then his blessings and peace be upon you as we enter 2021. We will see you around the corner, but may the Lord give you a wonderful year in.